0: Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of Content Conversation. Today, I am joined by Ross Hudgens, and my name is Drew Page. We're going to talk about interactives, so interactive content like calculators, generators, those types of content in the world. Um, Ross, I want to kick it off and ask you what makes something like why would
1: you recommend doing interactives? yeah I mean there's many reasons to do interactives, and one of the things we preach here at siege is a lot of people think of content and they're just like oh, writing and that's it right. right and we think of content as design u x uh what am I missing <laughs> animation uh it all goes into it right and that's just one piece of it interactivity has a lot of benefits uh that that add up to to reasons why you would win over time one big one is there's not a big uh there is a big sunk cost. Mm-hmm. So very often that means there's a high barrier to entry to doing that well, which is a pro and a con for you. But once you get that unlocked, you start doing them, you find a good developer. Very often that means your competitors are not going to be able to replicate that very yeah, it easily. Yeah, differentiates right. what you're doing. Right. Anyone can find a writer on Upwork, whether or not they're good or not. But the strategy and execution of all of those things together often uh, is one of the major reasons why interactive content is so worth doing.
0: Are there any considerations like against doing interactives?
1: Yes. I mean, it's for sure ex- expensive. Yep. Uh, if you don't do well or know how to do it, it can be risky. One of the things we recommend is don't just do interactivity for the sake of it. Don't listen to this podcast and then go make some posts that makes no sense to be interactive, interactive. Mm-hmm. I think that is a failure point that many people will do. I see it a lot with like really bad link bait, actually. They'll make fancy link bait interactive, but that very rarely is gonna pay back because maybe you get some links, but it's not tied to search volume or any actual user experience in any kind of way. So that, that often adds up to some negative uh, outcomes.
0: Right, and like even sometimes when you see Google building tools in, in the SERP, how do you think, is it still worth going after a keyword like that that has
1: a search component built in? It definitely should be more of a consideration i think hrefs and Semrush have gotten better at showing the estimated click-through rate despite yep. those things existing i mean i would think it through as a user like would i want this search would i would i still use this calculator google has or otherwise uh do i think they will it should not also be future current state it should be future state do i think they could eventually add a calculator here right it would make me irrelevant that could give you pause. But I think one thing that comes up with a lot of these calculators is it shouldn't just be a search play. Very often it should be a user experience play. Like I would recommend, we've recommended to clients, you have no, <laughs> it's not a very fun thing to say, but you have no hope of ranking for mortgage calculator any kind of like one to two year horizon. Right. But in your business model, you should still have a mortgage calculator. Yep. So that's enough ju- justification to do that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and I think if if you are competing with Google itself in the search, uh having differentiating yourself further by adding you know could be data visualization charts and things of that nature without getting too complex you still want the user experience to be perfect flawless not as much friction to value um but yeah how do you think about the calculator itself um building out various like complexities
1: Yeah. I mean, it depends on your industry, but some things you can consider are like, is this a code base you could reuse in Mm -hmm. some way? So sometimes you could build page level features that are interactive that scale if they actually add value. Maybe it doesn't add value to just do one time, but if you know every single page on your website, you could do something interesting with that. That could justify that investment very often and make it scalable. Uh, Overall, other things we think about are in generally is a, is a siege thing is to pass some link intent with these things. Like, what are some of the metrics we have seen around calculators, Drew?
0: I mean, if you can get something to rank like that, a lot of people are going to look to cite those in their resource pages. And like when the, it could be calculators, it could be generators. So I think of like the Shopify's of the world, um, building like business name generator, that's a helpful tool. And it segues into like a nice freemium model where you're kind of building a tool that's going to be helpful. And as long as it's relevant to your business in some way, and it can segue nicely into the product itself, I think it makes a whole lot of sense to build these like, it almost just feeds your freemium pipeline, basically.
1: Agreed. I mean, it's only, we almost have two like strategies on two sides of the spectrum very often with link building. It's like, we'll lower friction to people to link to something by giving them nice visual assets. Mm -hmm. A calculator, ironically, is the complete opposite. These get so many links because someone can't recreate this calculator to give it to their users. So they will, they'll just link out, uh, because that friction to actually get on their site is so low, high as compared to just like listing off a definition that some people will research and combine that and not cite you. It's going to be kind of hard not to do that with a good calculator or interactive of, of whatever state you um, you go with,
0: right? And just to kind of tie it all together with a data driven example here, uh, mortgage calculator, Google actually has an element built in, but NerdWallet ranks number three. They have 978 links built to that page, so almost a thousand links, and the traffic value of that post is 636k. So, even if Google's built-in tool is ranking, obviously, and there's still value to be had in this from links, from
1: traffic value, and... On-site value. Yeah. All all of those things. Yeah, and maybe that's the kind of tieback is like, these are probably the same thing. If you have on-site reason to have it because users just need it, there's probably a search volume associated with it because users so need a mortgage calculator or a blank calculator, a retirement calculator if you offer... 401ks, like those kinds of things will naturally tie together in a nice way. So that will add up to warrant spending sometimes $10,000 plus just for this tool, because it it will give you that advantage um, for sure.
0: So we've said a lot about calculators, what other types of interactives are you familiar with? And have you seen success out of?
1: Yeah, I mean, you you mentioned generators. I think that's a good good way to go. We've we've often just found other features that add value. So we'll occasionally create statistics posts that will allow you to copy this statistic immediately. Share each individual statistic. It's kind of like that specific feature gives you that uh, interoperability. If I pronounce that correctly, <laughs> to, to make it more functional. Also, jump to's like table contents. Interactivity is still interactivity. If you know that you had a big hub page you want to get to specifically your sub use case uh, a good table of contents jump to that's clean and looks good is going to add value
0: yeah i think about like you know maps and being able to if you have a you know state pages like having a hub of those and having an interactive maps you can click through um hippo comes to mind with that their state insurance calculators and things like that
1: yeah, that that's a home insurance um, website for people listening who's not aware of that. But they, yeah, those are great examples. Generators, I think, are common ones where you're looking for inspiration. Uh, that often can make sense for you. Filtering, I think, is a common use case. So we have jump to use. It's sort of another way of doing the same thing. Jump to will take you to the page. Filtering could be a giant list. Maybe it's an even bigger list than normal mm-hmm. and you want to get to it fast. So that could be like a list of Unicorn startups or something like that, and uh, things like that that have a big list, or also like maybe it's a Pinterest type setup where they're looking for, say, red uh, ideas, and they instantly do that. Obviously, that's another level of interactivity that's not always possible, but those are those are some common ways to apply interactivity.
0: So, I know we talked about the expense of creating a calculator or interactive content. Um, While that does differentiate yourself in search and against competitors how do you think about like evaluating time to value
1: yeah i i think everyone who's winning is solving for that in the quickest possible way so you see the nerd wallets the bank rates of the world the world-class calculator kind of players their calculator is immediate above the fold they will pre-fill elements to make them more useful they'll I guess your location, they'll say we're here in San Diego uh, to make it so I don't have to type in that location and that all adds value to, to make that rank. So if you think about these calculators, some of them have the same answer. So there's they're gonna get you the same answer, they should get you the same answer. So how do you differentiate the same answer? It's often user experience and the time to that answer. So if you can get that same answer faster, you've technically provided a more optimal user experience that I think allows you to rank better, have a better brand experience, all of those things. So an example would be, say you're ranking for mortgage calculator, you might default to say, we're here in San Diego. Here's the average, uh, we know it's a 30 year loan on average. Most people are gonna get a 30 year loan. We know the average home value is blank. Um, those things all kind of help me get to my mortgage uh, payment a lot faster than others. And I think is probably why the sites that are ranking well um, are winning almost always.
0: Yeah, so it just always comes back to creating a great user experience, reducing yeah. friction, auto-filling those values. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we talked about reusing code base, uh, and I think it's worth just kind of exploring why that would be. So you can reuse that nice interactive statistics template that you've already built, and then just build it out for other keywords to just see value compound from there anything else that you would say is worth exploring um and thinking about when making interactive content
1: yeah i mean uh, the the jump twos with with table of contents that's something like generally blog design whatever features factor in there so often a table of contents that will follow you will technically be interactive and be something that scales out as a reusable code base that's all a big element um i think the only haven't really aggressively touched on so far is that these are some of the biggest passive link intent topics on the web. Right. Yeah, uh, they make they're generating a ton of those we touched on a little bit, but just to re-emphasize, there's sites like Nerdwall that we've dug into and you look at their top linking assets, they're almost always calculators. And that's because people are so aggressively linking to them and they make great user experiences. So you can't replicate that yeah for a holiday card website most likely right uh if you're in finance especially this is something that really adds a lot of value
0: yeah and just to again add a little bit more data there their retirement calculator on NerdWallet is ranking number one has 1900 links i said i mentioned the mortgage calculator ranks number three 978 links so a little bit lower and then another car payment calculator ranks number four and it's 727 links so you can just really see the the clear ranking higher is going to drive more passive links and that's something that we've seen
1: success with over and over again with those high link intent keywords for sure and i mean the overall tldr here is like I, i think of content as more than writing i think interactivity is just one great way of doing that but if it makes sense in your business like go all in and make sure the stuff is great, it can very often be the, the backbone of an entire strong content marketing strategy.
0: One thing that I want to ask, uh, I've seen in some scenarios, pages that like, the keyword is calculator, but they actually don't have a calculator built. They just explain the equation. How do you think about that? Like, is it worth investing in
1: interactivity if it's not necessarily needed? I would say eventually that website will lose. So they might be able to rank. I think it's definitely true on lower competition queries. Maybe you're a high authority. Mm-hmm. You can pull off ranking for those things. And I've seen it. Uh, one variant I've, I've I've realized over time is actually calculator will be the term, but also how much does blank cost? Right. Very often a calculation. So sometimes I think Google might slightly preference text sometimes there, but you'll still see calculators rank on the topic. Those situations, you might be able to pull it off, but I think that's a, It's often a short sighted view, but maybe it doesn't, it doesn't warrant spending 14,000 for your business, in which case that could be worth doing.
0: Right. Um, yeah. And then would you think about like, I see them like that, those cost calculators or like how much does X cost? Mm -hmm. That's super bottom funnel. There's, you know, I'd say most calculators are in the middle of the funnel, but how do you think about bottom funnel pages in terms of calculators? Is it uh, branded, like how much does literally my company's product cost or what comparison pages, things like that?
1: Yeah. Uh, they, to to your point, they convert very well. Not only we talked about links, but there's no doubt that these are very often the most valuable, valuable topics. People will do the mortgage calculation and then they'll get a loan. Right. So that's a very common sequence for that topic. Not all will follow that sequence it's common to like actually run the calculation. Then you might out, you give them their number and then you'll have some CTAs to loan products or what have you. Um, so all that I think does make sense. I don't know that answer. What was your original question there?
0: Yeah. Just like bottom funnel to middle funnel. Like how do you think about uh, yeah those types of content?
1: Yeah, I mean, another way to get value out of these to your point there, Drew um, is pushing that more often. So we have had clients who actually, We'll build a calculator for them and then we'll put it in posts a lot on lots of different posts of like run your costs for blank Mm -hmm. as a calculator. That's high. That's rich content. Obviously, it'll give reason people to engage in a general thing that is common with uh, with calculators in any conversion is the idea of a yes ladder where you get people kind of inputting things. Eventually, they won't say no because you've said yes so many times. Right. Uh, So that's very common. I think one reason calculators also benefit people.
0: And is there anything you think about, uh, like scale-wise? How many is there an upper limit of how much work? Like you just said, the yes ladder. Like how many rungs should there be on that ladder before it gets a little bit too overwhelming?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would not fake it. It's probably whatever question actually gets to the answer. The second you're adding answers just to keep saying yes, that's probably break. That's probably not optimal. Um, But if you can use the ladder intelligently which is typically like you have one question and then it progresses to the next page versus seeing a giant form, which you'll see on bad pages with low time value or high time to value. Uh, that often will help you progress and what feels intimidating when you only have to answer one question very simply. And then the final step, you're asking for email, email, uh, first name, last name, phone number, that kind of stuff that people don't want to give out.
0: Well, I think looking forward i I think interactives make the web a better place and i think that's one of our goals as a agency so looking forward to building more interactives in the future and i hope everyone listening does
1: as well anything else to add here ross yeah i would just say to kind of bring this full circle to make this podcast interactive go to our uh, go to itunes or your favorite service of choice drop us a review let us know what you thought and that'll that'll mean this post this podcast in particular was interactive just as we spoke to
0: Check out our podcast calculator, uh, interactive after this. It's a podcast generator. It just creates our voices and just keeps talking. Great content.